Hello, hello to my anchor family. What's happening with you guys? I totally miss you guys. I'm glad to be back uh, shooting off another episode here. Uh, as I always do, I want to start by saying thanks to the motivators. You know who you are. As I always speak of you guys. I am so into you guys. You guys are so into me. We are a family and you will always be with me. So I want to thank to, I want to say a, a big, send a big shout out to the motivators. I also want to say um, my man Dave rolling with Russ. That's my people's ladies and gentlemen, as I always speak of them. Again, as I said before, that's my inspiration. The first gentleman who supported me and, and, and gave me that push. I'll never forget you guys. You're always going to ride with me. Okay. Let's get to uh, my topic today. The Knits, we crushed, we smacked the Cleveland Cavaliers last night. And um, I would love to believe that uh, we could continue to go in that, in, that, in, in that that route, you know, smacking teams or at least winning. But we're 12 and 32, 13 back, I think, fifth in the Atlantic. Not good standings, but let me tell you something. With the rest of our schedule, when I look at our schedule and I see what we got left, I mean, it's possible um, that uh, we can definitely, 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 uh, we can make some moves. We can we can do some things. Um, we got the Lakers on the 22nd. Then we have the Raptors. And then we have Brooklyn and uh, Charlotte coming in. These are all our games for the rest of, the, of this month of January. Uh, we have uh, Brooklyn on the 26th. We have Charlotte on the 28th. Um, the Memphis Grizzlies on the 29th. Looking at these next couple of games. One, two, three, four, five, five here. Um, I'm thinking if, if we come to ball, if we come to lay it down and play New York Knicks basketball, if we come with excitement, if everybody comes to play, and, uh, and to do the damn thing, player for player, I think we can match up well with the Lakers. I think we, actually, we can actually get that one. The Raptors, the Brooklyn Nets, out of these next five games, I'm thinking and I'm looking at it, and we should be able to go at least three and two. Um, who are we going to lose to? If we are to lose um, out of these next five games, maybe to the Lakers, uh, is a push with the Raptors, but the Nets we should go ahead on and uh, we should take them out, um, whether Kyrie there or not. Um, the Charlotte Hornets, we sh- that should not- that should also be another one that we should take, and uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Even though I am super excited, and yes, I am a John Morant fan. I love what he brings to the table. This young man is super dynamic. I love his game. I was watching him last year in college, and I was saying to myself, if he brings that kind of excitement, no exaggeration, Zion Williams could have played all year. Um, You know, I mean, of course, he succumbed to some injuries or whatever have you. He's about to come back. But for the start of the year, with the way that John Moran is playing and with the whole world expects of Zion Williams, they would have been co rookie of the uh, of the year, co rookies of the year. I'm telling you right there, they would have had to share that, or Ja Morant would have straight out and out took it. I mean, he turned the Grizzly situation around. He's excitement. He's must see basketball. He's young. He has heart. And I am telling you now, every night he brings that game and he shows that game off, and it's definitely worth watching. Any of the people who follow me here on my anchor and the the rest of the platforms that I am on as far as my podcast, if you're a basketball fan, 
You like hard-nosed basketball? You want to see some good basketball? I am telling you right now. Take some time. Check out a Memphis Grizzly game. Um, if you got the uh, NBA League pass, yo, I am telling you, on any given night, this dude is definitely must-see basketball. He is a Kyrie Irving, Russell Westbrook hybrid. Okay? He goes hard. He's entertaining. And I love him. Today's topic is my New York Knicks, uh, 12-32. and 32. We smacked Cleveland, Cleveland uh, last night. Again, over these next five games, I'm hoping that we go 3-2. and two. It remains to be seen. But um, ever since Mike Miller, the, the, you know, we, we got rid of um, Fisdale, um, I can see it. There's a, there's a different kind of energy around the New York Knicks. I like it. I really, really like it. You know, um, you know all the trade rumors and, and, and things like that, that we were going to get rid of Randall at one point, and we were going to um, do some different things with that or whatever have you. And right after all those trade rumors, no exaggeration, when we was uh, talking about getting rid of John Morant, and, and, and I mean, um, I'm sorry, excuse me. Again, I'm high, I'm high on John Morant. But when we were talking about get, getting rid of um, Randall, no exaggeration, people. Randall started balling. All out balling. A slew of 30-point games, you know. He took he brought us home some games. He's playing hard every night thus far. And um I see a difference there. Now, do I still feel we should get rid of him? I can tell you this. And I, I, I know for a fact I'm going to have a, 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 a great deal of people who disagree with me with, with this. But if we can put a package together and we can entertain the Denver Nuggets and the package can include R.J. Barrett, uh, Randall, and as much as I love Mook Morris, him too, and Dennis Smith Jr. Get rid of all four of them, and let's get Michael Porter Jr. The kid is incredible. Um, a great upside, height, skill, man. I mean, like, and I love Mook Morris. If you ever been listening to any of my shows, I am a Mook Morris fan. Um, I was a Mook Morris fan when he was in. Um, uh, in Boston, prior to that, I think with the Phoenix Suns, him and his brother, whatever that was. But I really, really like him. But if we can put a package together to get somebody like that, generational talent, could put New York on the map by itself, keep our big man, you know, um, and begin to build around him, keep Kevin Knox. I mean, I would really love to keep Mook Morris, but. If we can put something together and get Michael Porter Jr., any of my fans out there, any of my followers out there who will ride with Mr. Top News on this, yo, listen, when you listen to this podcast, man, I would like to hear your thoughts on that. You know, I would like to hear your thoughts on that. Wear it up. I mean, like, he would make a difference over here. That would be New York's Kawhi Leonard. Now, will he take us to a championship? 
I, I, I don't want to start reaching, but I've been watching the young man since he's been back, that Michael Porter Jr. guy, and he's been doing his thing. Uh, that's just my observation of what's going on and things like that. When, when I am here and, and I am sharing this time with my uh, anchor family and, 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 and my followers, my Twitter followers, um, those of you who chime in every time I lay down the show, let me tell you guys something. I am super excited. I love this thing here. I love hanging out with you guys. You guys have no idea. Let me talk about a little bit about the last night, last night's game. Uh, we got what, 19, uh, and, uh, 19 uh, points, three um, rebounds from my man Mook Morris. You know, he's been, like I said before, and I say again, he's around that 15 to 20 points a game. He comes through. He's super duper tough. He's somewhat of an equalizer out there because I tell you what, he gives us uh, not yeah, that that thing that we have been missing since uh, Oakley, the Mason days. He gives us a tough, tough presence out there. And don't get me wrong, I like Bobby Portis too. You know, he's been coming through some games. You know, and he has that little mid range shot that you know when he. Gets into his rhythm. He has been coming through. I'm just like, I'm lost on the consistency of Morris, Randall, and Portis. Night in, night out. That same kind of energy. Those three guys. Um, The big man, Robinson, too. You know, I mean, I, I don't want to take nothing away. I mean, you know, he's playing a tough position or whatever have you. But... If we can get that kind of energy from those guys, last night Bobby Portis had, what, 12 points, five rebounds, four assists, you know? And, and a couple of games back, you know, he dropped us, he gave us like 30 points here and there, whatever have you. I mean, like, the energy that we smacked the Cleveland Cavaliers with last night, we won by 20. The young guys that are, uh, that, that are there right now, they should be taking some cues from that right there. And, um... Building from that right there, giving us, a, you know, a, the energy that we need and, and, and the belief that we can do it. So when you think about that and it's possible, we got to like, we, we, we got to get consistent on that. The start of the season, and, and I'm looking at all the uh, the shows, Get Up, uh, uh, Talk For Yourself and, and all these other people, they're saying that we're going to be hoovering around 27 wins. I'm saying, you know what? At the beginning of the season, I'm thinking like, you know what? Maybe we can get 30, 32 in there. You know what I mean? Um, 13 back, getting to that AC, I don't think it's possible this year. When it, when I start hearing like of the trade rumors, you had uh, players talking about, you know, they wanted to go elsewhere and things like that. Um, at one point, I was hearing my man Mook Mars was saying that. I was, I was a lot disenchanted with that that conversation right there because I feel like where you are, where you're playing, I'm thinking like you should give your all to that team. I mean, yes, the powers to be can do what they want to do or whatever have you. But as every basketball player wants to be known as a, where I'm at, I am going to perform at the highest level and give them all I have to give them. And should I get traded here or there? You know, I'm going to go there and I'm going to do the same thing. It gives you value in terms of 
teams that are looking for that player to help that team turn around to get to that next level. As you move about and around the NBA, especially, you know, you got a lot of good players that turn into journeymen. And they play for all these different teams. And a lot of them have reputations of, the, especially the good ones who have, and they, they always have a check coming. You know, that player that has that, that uh, characteristics of a hard-nosed player gives his all no matter where he's at. He's going to lay it down. He's going to play the game the way the game's supposed to be played. No matter where you land, those fans love you. Those fans love you. And, and I'm not going to lie, early on, I had a lot of doubts about Julius Randle. I did. You know, it would seem like early in the season, you know, uh, maybe he was just trying to feel his way around. Early in the season, you know, after the summer, you know, the workouts, you know, the shredded, he was shredded. You know, he, he lost a lot of fat, put on a lot of muscle. And in and, and the start of the season, I was like, yeah, well, wh- where's that toughness at? Where's all that working out at? And then he came on. Then they start talking about trades, and he was dropping 30, 30, 30. I was like, yo, this is what the guy I'm talking about. You know? And when you look at last night game, the scoring was evenly uh, uh, around almost the whole team. Let, let, let me run down a couple of scores. Uh, let, me, let me run down a couple of scores for you, and you'll see what I'm talking about. As I said before, and I say again, my man Mook Morris gave me 19 and three rebounds. Again, he's always in that round of 15 to 20 points a game. You know, can he take over a game? Being that 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 number one, being that person that takes over a game, just steps in and, 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 and handles his business wherever and however. I see that in him, but can he do it on a consistent basis? I'm not sure. My man Julius Randle, 19 points, nine rebounds, one assist. I love that. Bullock, 12 points, two rebounds, no assists. Portis, as I said before, 12 points, five rebounds, four assists. Dotson, 12 points, five rebounds, one assist. Gibson, Todd Gibson, New York's own. Let me tell you guys something. He showed up last night. Word up. He was in the building last night, ladies and gentlemen. He ain't been in the building a long time, but he was in the building last night. 10 points, five rebounds, no assists. Alfred Payton, nine points, six rebounds, eight assists. Frank, Frank, I would, you know, I, I am so sorry and, and, and I apologize every time because Nakina, I, I always pronounce Frank's last name wrong and I do apologize. Great player. Um, you know, I, I, and to be honest with you, after this year when uh, he took his European team or whatever have you to the championship and the way he performed over there, I was thinking to myself, he was going to bring that game here at the start of the season and play that way. Maybe maybe it was the opportunity that wasn't there. Who knows? But I'm just telling you, though, over the summer, he definitely did his thing. And uh, my man Kevin Knox, five points, six rebounds. And, and, and when you look at that five points, six rebounds, six rebounds is big. It's big. But look at all that, how we scored evenly across the board. You know what I mean? That means everybody got into the Florida offense. You know what I mean? Early in the in in in, in the beginning of the game or whatever have you, and, and, and in the fourth quarter, you know, I mean, we're number one in offensive rebounding, right? So that goes to show that, you know, we, we are making it happen at some point. The third quarter, 
Uh, I think we outscored them like what? Uh, we had 30. I think they had 14. So, you know, th- that third quarter, that kind of an output right there, you know, that's that intensive defense. You know, that, that's us, you know, that's us running hard, playing hard, and getting help from everybody. You know? And if, I'm telling you now, ladies and gentlemen, if those guys show up like that and perform like that on a night in, night out basis, you know, these next five games, I told you we can go three and two. We get that kind of production from everybody, and everybody come to play, and everybody holds each other, hold each other down, got each other's back. Hell, we can go four and one over these next five games. We really can. That's, I mean, I believe that going into February, um, what twelve and thirty-two right now, we can very well be somewhere in the area of fifteen, uh, uh, seventeen and thirty-two, which leaves us to have ten more games to win the rest of the season, which, which will totally put me closer to that 30, uh, 30 win season. Word up, that'll be great. Now, that AFC, nah, we're not going to get there this year. But we do show a lot of promise. And you can guarantee this, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, if we can put a package together and get that notched, I mean, and we can get that uh, that Porter Jr. dude, we would be doing our thing. Word up. And I wouldn't care what I, I wouldn't care what our record looked like this year because I know a young dude like that a young stallion like that, you know what I'm saying? Coming to play every night. Yeah, it, 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 would, it would be something to see. And we was close to that 76 a game, too. Where that? 87 90. We, we were real close. You know? And why didn't we win that game? What happened? What happened? My man Mook. He showed up in that game. He gave us 20 points in that game. Julius Randle, 14 points. Bullock, 14 points. OMG. You know, I'm just looking at this. I'm running over my, I'm going over my stats. I'm looking at my uh uh my scores and my uh, you know, my data here. And I was saying about Taj Gibson last game. Hell, he showed up that game. You see what happens when the opportunity presents itself? You see what's possible when opportunity presents itself? Mitchell Robinson, six points. Big man, get tougher. We need you every night. Where it up? This is New York, man. This is where it matters at, man. You know what I mean? It matters here. Of course, yeah, we haven't been there in a long time. Of course, yeah, we haven't been relevant in a long time. But it matters when you play here. Word up. This is a market that can change your whole life. Word up. This is a market that can change your whole life. Make or break you. When you're here in New York, man, you lay it down here in New York, New York can stick with you. We love you. We will support you. We will push you. We will make it our business to go bananas if, man, Dolan pull the strings and try to get rid of you. But you got to show up, man. We need you to show up. Now, I'm not taking away nothing away from Mitchell Robinson because all year he's been showing up. But when we lose a game by three, and I see you only had six points. Now, seven rebounds is, a, is, is big. But six points, I ain't going to put it on your shoulders. My man Frank, 
five points that game. And this is the game against the 76ers, the game prior to last night's game that we lost by three points. And like I said before, we was in there. We was in there all the way to the very end. You know, I know you guys been dying for me to get back to this on a regular basis and give you what I'm giving you right now and sharing these thoughts with you. And I apologize, but I will be here. I hate that I missed that game. Kevin Knox, four points, two rebounds, one assist. Bobby Porter's three points, um, two rebounds. Now, where do I, I again? I'm not. I, I don't want to actually like say I'm putting the blame on someone. But Bobby Porter's giving us three points. Kevin Knox giving us four points. Between the both of them, four rebounds. We lose by three points. What's the problem? You figure that out. You figure that out. Consistency, people. You know why LeBron James is one of the one, probably in, in the conversation of one of the greatest basketball players of all time? Because like win, lose, or draw. When you see him out there, he's going hard. Yeah, some nights you can see it in him where he doesn't have it and things of that nature. But when you consider that the five or six games prior to that, the seven, eight games prior to that, he came out there, went hard, played hard. You know what I'm saying? Didn't get caught up in the low management. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm thinking like that low management when it comes to the types of LeBron James. As we get towards the end of the season, maybe he should consider that. But he consistently go, consistently goes out there and gives it his all. He puts his team on his back and he goes to war. We need that here. We need dudes that's going to come out there and go to war. Word up. We definitely need that. When I looked at, um, look back at that Bucks game that we got banged out, the Bucks banged us out January the 14th and uh, 128-102. God damn. That hurts. That hurts. To get smacked around in that fashion, that fucking hurts. And what did my man Randall do that game? He gave me 25 points, 15 rebounds, 3 assists. Mr. Randall, please, night in, night out, man, come to go, come ready to go to war, man. Come prepared to go to war, man. Come prepared to put New York on your shoulders, man, because you can do it, man. I'm watching you on a regular basis, man. You have what it takes, man, and I am telling you now, Player for player, skill level, your game, it translates. And on a nightly basis, when you out there doing your thing, you definitely keep us in the position to win. Now, what happened that night? I have no idea. But I'm looking at that and I'm saying to myself, the ups and downs of a Bobby Portis, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you what I said. Now, you see them other games, what? Four points. Two points, three points. He played against the Bucks, Bobby Porter's, January the 14th. He gave me 20 points. RJ Barrett gave me 22 points. RJ Barrett, let me tell you, when RJ Barrett was drafted, 
and I was looking at what was left. I know he can play the game. I know he's hurt right now. Welcome to the NBA, RJ. Word up. Your first major injury. Your first major injury. Welcome to the NBA. But I am telling you right now, man. I have no idea what happened to the NBA tough players. Players in the NBA nowadays, man, they, they to me, they are not tough. I have no, I, I, none of them. Like a lot of, I ain't going to say none of them. But a lot of them, man, are not tough, man. I don't know where that, 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 that thing that we used to have, man, where you do the Jordan, where you play, you damn near dead out there running up and down the court. Yes, that is, that's gone. Word up. I think when I look at like Iron Man of the NBA, once again, who is it bringing me to? Everybody know who I'm going to say. He goes out there, he plays hard. Sometimes he plays through injury. But he's out there. He's leading his team. You know who I'm talking about. All right, let's get it together. Who? Right, right. LeBron James. He makes a difference, y'all. Worried up. But, okay. Bobby Porter's gave me 20 points on January the 14th. I need that from him on a regular basis. Kevin Knox, he gave me 10 points. Now, my man, Mook Morris, he must didn't play that game right there. Couldn't have. Because he wasn't even in the box scores at all. That hurt my heart because y'all know that's my man. Word up. Y'all know that's my man. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, right now, we're 12 and 22. Over the next five games, we bring that intensity. I'm telling you right now, we can easily be 17 and 32. Easily, we can make make up some ground. And after that, and after that right there, I mean, going into February, February the 1st, we have the Pacers. Hopefully, Victor Oladipo don't come back at that game right there because those boys are playing tough too. But after that, going into February, we got the Pacers, Cleveland, and Orlando Magic. We can smack Cleveland again. We can take the... Yep. Wow. From now until February the 6th, I'm looking at eight games. As I said before earlier, three and two, possibly four and one. I go into early February, just into the 6th. We can totally turn our fate around. We can be relevant. We can make make a real, real, real tough push. We're going to need everybody. And I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, that'll be good for New York. That'll be good for New York. I'm liking what I see. Me and my Watley, we're going to have have to get my Watley out here to a couple of games, man, because she deserves it. She over here listening to me rant and rave with you guys. But she love me. Say something, Watley. (laughs) <laughs> yeah she's a fake basketball fan she runs with the winners I don't care who winning if your team winning towards the end of the year you got my Wiley so what can I say about that 
Ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, this is Mr. Top News. Um, glad to share this time with you. As I said before, I'm always super excited when I get to hang out with you guys. You know my motto here, okay? We always love to, we, we agree to disagree as long as it's done out of love and respect. This is Mr. Top News 1, and I'll get at you guys soon. Thank you for your time.